Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. I want us today what I've entitled transformational scripture. These are scriptures. These are some of the scriptures that when I became born again fresh, these are scriptures that I used, I held on to. Um, I used to have a small notebook, or those days phones wasn't that good. And I used to have the scriptures in it for myself. And I meditate on it. Meditate means you think through it. I remind myself of those scriptures. And I, I live by those scriptures. It is rude to be testing whilst you are in church. What are you doing? Eh? Have I quoted a scripture? No, it's wrong. Because how will I know? I've not quoted a scripture. How can you go on the Bible? You know this church, we don't use phones in this church. We, we are meant to use Bible itself. It's wrong to use mobile phone. Only two people have been permitted to use phone because they did ask. One is Mr. James and one is Dora because she read the Bible. She make note. The reason is, see, there are cases, even she, you are preaching on their phone. It feels like what you are saying doesn't work. Great people have come from their homes to come and receive. I have to be at my peak. But all these things bring me down. And I say because we've had this church for eight years. This is not new. Two hours. And many people say they're on their Bible. But reality, even they switch to social media. And I've been here praying and I've seen a lady here on Facebook, Instagram, after she came to stand that deliverance. She didn't even say the prayer. This is no longer good. Just in this month. So we don't do that here because how will I know whether you on your phone or you on social media or you on what? Should I be here and worry about all those things? No, please, let's not do that. No phones. If you need to use a phone, tell me, ask permission. Then I know in your case, you need a phone for what? Your Bible. Put your phone down. You don't do that even when you work at Tesco. Since you don't do that, do you do that? Do you carry your phone? Even McDonald's, you don't do that. People have come. People must be go receiving. It's not a joke. I have not quoted scripture. How can you be on the scripture? All the way from the house, 24 hours, you couldn't read whatever scripture. Because it's an excuse. Praise the Lord Jesus. Yeah, so these are scriptures. Because I'm sick and tired of it's like not breaking through. But it's because people are rebellious. People don't take God for serious. People don't see that like today. It's a chance to be transformed. It's a chance. Every meeting is a chance to move up. But you can make it. You can normalize it. Yeah, this, uh, this is my job. I'm serving a master. Yeah, he's watching me. What I will eat, what I will wear, where I will sleep, or is connected to this. So me, I'm not joking. And great people have come. They've left their home. They've dressed to come and receive. We have to see that. Amen. <laughs> See, the atmosphere has changed. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Hmm. Okay. 
So I said, as I became, the Bible is everything. You cannot transform without the word of God. You, you can't transform without the word of God. You, you can't transform without the word of God. And not knowing the word of God, but doing the word of God. Amen. And, and, and when I became a Christian, believe me, I'm talking as a man of God with all humility. Uh, I transformed quickly to the extent that even my pastor was shocked. How did I know? She said it several times. Several times. I remember one time I was preaching and she was standing like this. He was standing like this. He said, Professor, wow, I, I, I don't know how you've just transformed like that. Yeah. When I became born again, I was with my friend. My friend, when we, we used to pray together, he could see visions. He used to tell me, an angel is coming, an angel say this, do this, and this, this, this. Today, I don't even think he works in the church. Because he could see and hear, he thought he didn't need the word. I remember one time he told me that God said he should read the word. I said, for God, and he was happy. I said, no, for God to tell you to read the word, it means you have a problem. It's like me telling, like, my elder daughter, you brush your teeth. She has a problem, but she told her, I said, no, God don't need to tell you to read the word. You should know. You see, and he looked down on the word. Amen. So you cannot transform without the word. Believe me. And not knowing the word, but the doing of what? The word. And as I, I was saying, when I became a Christian, these are some of the scriptures that personally I held on to. I didn't hear any of these scriptures being taught in the church. Uh, because I didn't hear my, pa my pastor hardly preach. He's a prophet. He hardly preach. If you preach, you just maybe read maybe, you know, a chapter or a part of a chapter and just talk about it. And that's the end. Amen. But this scripture, as I was reading the word, I've always read the word from day one. I always read the word and not only read the word, but study the word. Study the word is when I read the word, I ask what does this word means and what does it mean to me and how do I obey this word by doing. That's all because the word is for me. So these are some of the words in my case I found so much so important and I found out that I have to make sure I walk by this word. Amen. So these are some of the scriptures that I have used. It holds me like keys. Amen. And I live by these scriptures like principles, like my laws, my rules. Amen. So today I want to share some with you. Amen. I will share as many as time allow with you. Amen. And I'm believing and trusting God that these scriptures will be meaningful to you as you also hold on to it as keys and live by these scriptures. Because listen, life is life. A lot of things about life, eh? you, you, you are coming, you will see. You can't change it. You can never change it. But you can learn to live your life such that the things that you cannot change will not affect you. Yeah. But a lot of things, even a lot of things about your children, you will see you, you are coming. You will see that you can't change it. Even about your partner, you watch and see. You see, but you can always live that you will be happy. You see, so I will share as many as possible. Amen. So I call it transformational what? Scriptures. Scriptures. Transformational scriptures. Amen. 
So it will be up and down, left and right. But these are scriptures. And even when I was on top of my head, I was sitting then, I just put me myself in a position for it to come, then I write it. That's how it has been with me for years. And the first one I would like to share will be that one that Jesus himself said. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 6. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 6. So in Matthew chapter 7, verse 6, it says, Do not give what is holy to dogs. Amen. Or do not cast your spells, pearls. your pearls before swine. And he gave the reason. He said, other than that, they, the, the swine will trod in on it. And the dogs will turn and bite you. Yeah. So not because he doesn't, he doesn't want you to do it. There is a reason. There is a reason. Amen. There is a reason. Please read Amen. it for us. Matthew chapter 7 verse 6. Mm-hmm. Give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. Amen. Amen. So this is a principle I've used. Don't give what is holy to dogs. Other than that, they will turn and bite you. And don't cast your pearls before swine. Other than that, they will trample on it. It's that simple. And I've used it at least over 10 years. And it has helped me. What is pearls? Pearls are precious thing. What is swine? Swine is pig. Swine are people who doesn't value themselves. They value nothing. Because when you watch a pig right now and you see a mad, he will go and dip himself in. Pigs eat anything. Do you know they eat anything? They will even eat human feces. Yeah. Pigs eat anything. Yeah. They even eat dead bodies. Anything. So, anything you think is precious to you, your time, your body, your finances, when you cast it before someone who is a swine, he will trample upon, upon, meaning the person doesn't value it. So it doesn't matter. Pearls are precious. Do you, do you know how we get pearls? Do you know pearls are expensive than gold? Oh, yes. Many don't know. Yeah. Pearls, you have to go deep into the sea, go down and find this uh, shell. It's, not, it's a living thing. And open it and you find maybe three or four only pearls in it. Yeah. So pearls is very precious. So not like you are not precious for your time or your money. So there's a place in life. It's not about what you are. It's about if you are a fool and you cast yourself to anybody, they will trample on you. They will use you. And you say, what have I done? Why does he respect me? Why is that I've done good? And my friend, you cast your pearls before swine. So the choice is yours. And I've learned that. I've learned that. You, I can't force people to accept me. Yeah, the one who value me will value what I have. Amen. And you give what is holy to dogs. Holy means something that you've set apart. Something you cherish so high. You give it to a dog. A dog doesn't value what is you've set apart. Just sit here at anyone. Even your sofa. Your shoe. Your shoe. You leave it. Your Louis Vuitton shoe. Or the one with the red under. What is it called? Loops. You leave it. The dog. Oh. You will just if you give it to it. And many do that. They expect the dogs to treat the No, a dog will not. A dog, immoral person, someone who careless, nothing, room free, nothing. Yeah. 
Yeah. If you give, what is holy? Yeah. 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 So this scripture has hold me. What is pressure? I don't give it to what? Pigs. How will you know it? They don't value it. You can tell from their conversation, from the way they treat others, the way they do with faith. Stop. You can't change them. But as long as you give to them, they will trample. And, and when you cry, heaven watches you. You have given it to them. No, it's true because heaven have already spoken. Yeah, heaven has spoken. You see, when we say the word of God, this is the word of God. Vision's dream is in real time connected. But this is, without visions and dream, you'll be fine with this. But without this, you will not be fine with visions and dream. In fact, you'll be confused. You'll become superstitious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really. Yeah. So don't cast your pearls before what? Swines. Other than they will trample on it. Pearls are precious. So it's up to you. Why deal with person who is wasting your time? In a relationship, they will marry you. And you are in it. You are wasting your time. Somebody don't love you. Love is very precious. Because when you get broken heart, that's when you see love is very precious. Your heart. And you are forcing yourself. It's you. So the person would crampo on it and say, oh God, but why? You saw the person that this is a dog. Doesn't value it. No, I'm being honest. These are scriptures that transform me. Believe me. Believe me. Yeah, believe me. When I was writing all this scripture, I didn't go into the Bible. Because something is in me. Something I live by over 10 years. Over 10 years. If you, if you, like, if you all will agree, you all give me five pounds today. I will stand here. I won't go into, I will stand here and mention every principle. Then I'll just go there just to quote. That one I have so that I can quote the reference. Yeah, I can quote friend. Another scripture says, is it, another scripture says, principle that I use in the Bible. It says, how can an Ethiopian change his skin? And he said, how can people who are accustomed to evil do good? Do you get it? Do you get it? He said, can an Ethiopian change his skin color? Or for example, a leopard change his skin color? And say that same way, those who are accustomed to doing evil cannot do good. Yes. Let's read it. Jeremiah chapter 13, verse 23. Chapter 13, verse 23. Then I will explain it to you. So this is, these scriptures are to me the real transformational scriptures. Hallelujah. Because it gives you the principle, the wisdom of life. And if you accept it and you obey it and operate with faith, yes. you will break through. Mm. Yeah. Amen. Please read the Jeremiah chapter 13, verse 23. Mm-hmm. Can an Ethiopian change his skin or a leopard change its spots? Neither can you do good who are accustomed to doing evil. Can a leopard Amen. change his spots? Can Ethiopian change his skin? No. Ethiopian mean a black person. No. 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 And he said that same way a leopard cannot change his skin. You know leopard has spots. Yes. He said that same way anyone who is accustomed in doing what evil cannot do good. Yes. So when you see an evil person, a wicked person, and you, you want to change them, you think they will change for you. You think they will change because of you. Or you will change them you are joking. I didn't say it. Yes. No, you, you cannot change anyone, believe me. 
and nobody will change because of you. The only time a person changes is when the person himself wants to change. Wants to change. Amen. And especially, you see women know everything the man is not what they want. But they think they can change the man or they think the man will change for them. Or when the man said they will change. No. The Bible says a leopard cannot change his skin. So there are people, I don't force to change them. I can't change them. A leopard cannot change his skin. Those who are accustomed to doing evil cannot do good. So I will not be with them, deal with them, and expect good from them. You will be disappointed. You will be hurt. I rather mind my own way, my own business. Less hurt, less disappointment. Yes. Yes. Because can a leopard change his skin? Can Ethiopian change his skin? Neither. Those accustomed to doing what? Evil can do good. In marriage, we say what you, you see is what you get. If anything is going to be worse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it will be worse. Yeah, because everybody served the best wine in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. If anything, except Christ in it. You are two of you are really in Christ and you get better. So if you say, we are, oh, once we marry, she will change. Hey, once you get the leopard, that's what you are saying. You, you change the skin. It's not possible. You can shave all the skin. As it starts grow, you see the spot in it. You can bleach all the body. You see the knuckles. They're here. Black. And the moment you stop using the cream, the black comes and even worse. You can't. You can't. Those accustomed doing evil cannot do good. And this is what I've heard. My evil friends, I did not try to change them. I did not try. Those who accept me, I work with them. Those who are just flew, I just move on. I had evil friends because I was in the world. Uh-huh. Maybe you never had one. Yeah. I didn't try to. I just move on. I just move on. I just move on. When you obey and you live with this principle, this is the word of God. You'll be victorious. Deception, deception that people will deceive you will be gone. You won't waste your resources with the wrong people. Time is resources. Money is resources. Emotional support and everything is resources. I mean, there are sometimes, listen, the kind of guy you've gone for, the kind of woman you've gone for, the outcome and you are surprised, that is the kind of outcome you get. Can someone accustomed to doing good, evil, do good? No. The guy said, I don't believe in marriage. He told you and you think he will marry you. The guys I'm not ready to marry, and you think you'll marry you. The girls ask for me, they are one money, and you think. People don't change you easily. They only change when they want to change. And there's no guarantee that they want to change. Believe it. Yeah. So it's a delusion. Can an Ethiopian change his skin color? Can a leper change his skin? So are they accustomed to doing what evil cannot do what good? And there's another scripture. He said, can a man carry fire onto his bosom and not be consumed? I want the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Let's read it. Proverbs, please. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 27. He said, yeah. Can a man carry fire onto his bosom and not be what? Consumed. Please read it for us. Amen. 
Proverbs chapter 6, chapter six 27 verse to 28. 27 yeah. to 28. Mm -hmm. Can a man take fire in his bosom and his clothes not be burned? Can one go upon hot coals and his feet not be burned? Amen. Amen. It, it, can one do that? No. So what this principle teaches you, no matter who you are or no matter who you think you are, there are things that when you do, you never get away with. It will have a determining effect on you. Yes. The fire, no matter who you are, it will burn you and that mark will be there forever. The coals you walk on, no coals for simplicity's sake, barbecue, the, what we use for barbecue, will burn you and will be there. So there are things people think they can do and they get away with it. Yeah, never. never. There are things you will, it has a negative effect on you. You will never be free. Yesterday, I was telling my children, because uh, Saturday's morning, we have devotion. I was telling them, listen, you see, the one who has done certain sins and the one who hasn't done, they are not the same. Even they are all Christian. There are certain things when you're involved in, it doesn't matter how old you are. It has effect on you. Yes. Emotional, psychological, a lot of things. Yes. Can a man carry fire onto his bosom and his clothes not be burned? No. no. It's not true. So there are things when you're involved in it, you won't be the same again, no matter what. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's not like God will forgive you. Forget about forgiveness. You, you, no matter how God forgives you, you, you won't be the same again. How many adults, and I mean adults, people in their 40s, 50s, 60s, and they've come and they're still struggling, and they will tell me I was abused when I was a child by my mother's boyfriend by my father, by this. And they are still having that effect. Set a chain. Yeah, how many? How many? It takes God's grace. Yeah, it takes God's grace. Even how many drug addicts? Many recover fully, but they are no more the same. They are no more. The way they are smoking. Don't, don't you realize many of them, their mind doesn't work well? Yes. If you say your mind doesn't work well, it's not like you are mad, but can't you see? Yes. Yeah. So you, you can't. You cannot carry fire onto your bosom. You see, nobody taught me this. I read it in the scripture for myself. And I walk with it. So now when I'm not doing anything, it's not because, I'm not doing it for my own sake. So a lot of things people have, I don't have it. A lot of temptation they have, I don't have it. Because I didn't do certain things. It's that simple. I didn't. I didn't. I'm not, see... I'm not afraid of cocaine because I've never had cocaine, for example. So there's no temptation. There's no fear. It's that simple. Alcohol, never. So there's no temptation. There's no. But if I had, like now, I'll still be fighting it. Yeah. 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 It, it's not possible. So note that. Amen. Are we enjoying it? Yeah. I mean, this has, as I said, these are scriptures that I've used that has transformed me. Because it, when all is said and done, it's about you. It's about you. It's about you. Amen. Another one that I would like to share is, another one that I would like to share is, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. Whatever a man doeth, he shall reap. Believe it. Galatians, please. Galatians, chapter 5. 
Hallelujah. Oh, Galatians chapter, yeah, okay, chapter 5. Amen. Galatians chapter 6, 7 to 8. Amen. Amen. Then I'll explain it. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 to 8. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh, from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit, from the spirit will reap eternal life. Amen. So it's a, the, it's a principle. Do not be deceived. Whatever a man sows, he shall reap. Anything, sowing means whatever you do. Anything you do, you reap it. It's that simple. You will reap it. That's why enviness is witchcraft. And enviness is witchcraft. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's foolish to envy. Very. Because, you see, even if the person was there by luck, luck cannot maintain the person. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. you'll be surprised. You will not value the people. Personal, you will look down. But you what you think the person doesn't qualify? The person is there because of certain things he or she has done, right or wrong. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Right or what? Wrong. So whatever, whatever means whatever you do. If you do good, you reap it. If you do bad, you reap it. And believe it. He said, if you don't, then, then God is being mocked. That's why he says, he said, because he said, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Why? Whatever you do, you shall reap. It means God is being mocked if you don't. The only problem is eh, the fruit, which is the reaping, does not look the same as the seed, which is the sowing. So many don't see that this good or this evil that they did, that is what they are reaping. If you take the seed of an apple and the apple fruit, it doesn't look the same. So without trained eyes, you will know that this seed eh, is what brought this fruit. And sometimes the, the season or the time is three, four, five years. So people are not even aware of it. They think, no, 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 no. Life is full of sowing and reaping. Sowing and what? Reaping. Sowing and what? Reaping. It is. When I started being a pastor, I said I want to work for God full time. Certain people around me, especially in my household, give impressions, saying things as if um, I don't want to work, I am lazy. I don't want to work. And I say, I'm doing, Pastor Joe, I said, they shouldn't worry. Time will tell. Time will tell. If, because, see, the Bible says a worker deserves his wages. It's, it's, a, it's a right. If I'm working, my fruit will show. If I'm not working, tree will show. And it's true. Yeah. Because it's a work of God. So if I'm not working, I'm claiming I'm working. If I'm not working and every morning I wake up and I go somewhere and I say I work at Tesco, at the end of the month, we'll show whether I'm working or not, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And it shows that I'm working because what God is doing with me, not everyone who says I'm a man of God, less than 10% is doing with them. Yeah. So it's working. But all I'm trying to say, whatever you sow, you reap. Whatever you sow, time, relationship, resources, anything you do, you are sowing a seed. Respect, honor. You reap. You'll be surprised. Doing good, doing bad, doing evil. You, you reap. Yeah. 
because he said, light, exercise, as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest time will not cease. You can't change it. So when with this understanding, I make sure I sow good seed, things that I can benefit. When I get the opportunity to do good, I do good. I make sure I don't sow evil. Yeah. A lot of things I don't do. Sometimes people hurt me. I would deal with it physically, but spiritually I won't say anything. I won't say anything. I have my reason. Yeah. Yeah, I'm having mercy so that he will have mercy on me. Yeah, because to the merciful, I shall be. Of course, physically, I'll do if you physically them. But, yeah. Because whatever you reap, if you, you steady, if that is sowing, you will see. If you give time to practicing, you will better. If you give attention, all those things I see, you'll be better. See, Michael Jackson is not Michael Jackson because he's lucky. They, they rehearse for hours. For hours. When they come and do Billy Jay. <laughs> They've been practicing it for hours. Over weeks. And you don't want to. And you want to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's why some people will never grow. They will never grow because they are not sowing anything in the farm for the farm to grow. You say you want a cabbage farm, and you are not sowing. You are not sowing, watering. You won't get cabbage. You go no. You just sow one seed, one seed, and meanwhile you want a farm. One seed there, you just plant in the pot. <laughs> in the pot. Yeah. Whatever a man soweth. He shall reap. And these are scriptures I held on to. I think true. I live by it. I live by it. Amen. Another one I would like to read is Colossians chapter 3, verse 17. <laughs> Colossians chapter 3, verse 17. <laughs> Let's read Colossians chapter 3, verse 17. Colossians chapter 3, verse 17. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Amen. Amen. So he said, whatever you do, do it in the name of Jesus. Whatever you do. Meaning, do it such that the name of God will not be blasphemed. Because if you say, if you are doing something in the name of Jesus... You want to do it right, isn't it? You want to do it what? Good. And no, it says whatever you do. One of the worst things will say that you will say that you are a pastor or a Christian and your attitude and character is opposite that. And many are like that at the workplaces. I have come across that. Yeah. Many are like that. Say whatever you do, do it in the name of. So even your marriage, in the name of the Lord. Your relationship, in the name of the Amen. Lord. Your holidays, in the name of the Lord. Amen. Whatever you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will automatically save you from a lot of wrongs. 
because you just know you'll be, it will bring the conscience that this thing is not fitting to God. And it will hurt you. It will hurt you. Whatever you do. Whatever means what? Whatever. Whatever means whatever. Whatever means whatever. One time, should I say this? Uh, you promise you won't judge me. If you judge me, tell me and let me not say it. I was driving the Jesus Dancer campaign van. And I was coming, I was coming, I was in a hurry. And it was two lane, isn't it? One goes straight, one goes left. And there was traffic. We are going left. We were running late. That morning, they did a diversion. So there was a bin car, you know, bin, bin lorry. So he's in the lane where I have to go. So I used this lane and I was trying to cut him. And he blew the horn and zoomed in and passed me. And I was like this. <laughs> then I said, hey, um, look at what is written on the van. <laughs> what would this man say about Christ? <laughs> Then no, I became cool. Cool. <laughs> I became cool. I realized Charlie is not no no. He won't no no no. I became cool. You understand? Whatever you do, do it in the name of the Lord. It's very important. And there's another scripture that says, Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your heart and all your might. Let's read that one to Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 10. Amen. He said, whatever you are doing, do it with all your heart and all your strength. Amen. So it means that anything that you would do, if you are not ready to do it fully, wholeheartedly, Don't it's not worth yeah. it. Mm -hmm. And many people don't make progress because Yes. They are just doing things just yes. anyhow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. Yeah. Please read it for us. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse, Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 10. Mm -hmm. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. For in the realm of the dead, where you are going, there is neither working, nor planning, nor knowledge, nor wisdom. Whatever. Whatever Amen. means whatever. Amen. If you are not ready... And willing to do the marriage all your might. Don't. Yes, don't. There's a difference. There's a big difference. When you understand this, you see that it's not the number of things you are doing, but how well you are doing it. And, and it's true. That is what makes the difference. That is what makes the difference. If you will do things with all your heart, anything you are doing, you will find fulfillment. Yeah, you'll find fulfillment. You won't waste your time. Yeah. You'll find fulfillment. And the thing becomes much more... You see much more fruit. Yeah. Your strength. Your mind means your strength. Everything. Whatever your hand finds to do. Whatever. Whatever. You know, sometimes people are serving God. and Like they are doing God a favor. Yeah. And sometimes even the favor is worse because the, the whole essence of adding to it, they rather subtract from it. And it's in marriages. It's in marriages. It's in, see, one husband told me, he told me, he said, listen, she just lied down like I. I've forgotten the word she used, but the, uh, he used, but the word was like a dead person. A dead person. 
And because that man was having adultery. And I, I'm not saying it's right, but I was speaking to him and say, but, say, but that lady, hey, say more than a rabbit. <laughs> he was telling me why. He was telling me why. You can say it's wrong, but he was telling me why. Why? Why? I said, I can't understand. Nobody wants a dead person. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody wants one who responds. When you're talking to somebody and he's not responding, what happened to you? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you a dead body? So whatever you do, do it with all your might. Do it with all your all means all, not 50-50. Not like you are for it, you are not for it. You want it, you don't want it. You are in it, you are not in it. It, it, no, it spoils everything. And later you say, oh, they don't appreciate you. But we can't appreciate you because what you did even spoiled a thing. So how do we appreciate you? That's the truth. This is, I'm talking from the Bible. Hmm. So whatever you do, then you even realize you can't do many things. Then you realize it even helps you with your commitment. Yeah, because you realize... You, you just know, if I'm going to do this thing well, I will need this time, I can't do this. And your life becomes rather simpler and easily. Because, see, things are connected. So, sometimes, as you obey A, it automatically deals with the B and the C for you, without you knowing. Because things are also in chain reaction. So, sometimes, this scripture sounds simple. But the effect is great. It will save you from a lot of things. Amen. Amen. That's why from day one, I said, if I'm going to be a Christian, I must be a Christian with all my heart. Yeah, it's that simple. If I'm going to be a pastor, I said to myself, I must be a pastor all my heart. Why should my mind go to Tesco or Sainsbury? Why? I haven't seen anybody who is doing anything part-time who is great in that thing yet. I haven't. I haven't seen anything. So if I want to be a great pastor, ah, all my might. All my might. All my might. And this one, people had problems with it. You wouldn't know, but people did. Amen. Reporting me to even my in-laws and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> uh, You people, you don't know. <laughs> Uh, you are talking to somebody and you are telling the person that I want the church to grow. When you pray, let the church grow. And the person is telling that I'm praying that you get a job. Oh. Constantly. And you tell, I don't need a job. And not with all humility, all my life, I've never needed a job. If anything, I keep even changing job. If I need a job with all humility, I will even need to pray. You see, because God is with me. Even those who God is not with them, they get jobs. We are talking. Ask for me. I'm praying that you get a job. Please. I, say, I want the church to grow. Yeah. It's an insult. Yeah. Yeah. And what they don't know that is a, there is pride before God. Yeah. Because what is prayer? If you are praying for me to go to Egypt, but I've told you I'm not going anywhere. It's waste. It's vain. Your prayer will never override my will. God respect my will for myself. So if prayer will work for you, it has to be in line with your will. He has given everyone's will to them. That's why a pastor, those who receive you and those who think with you and walk with you 
in their challenges or difficult make progress. Other than they don't make progress because your prayer even become opposite what they are for. Please, do we get it? Yeah. So these are scriptures that I've used. Another scripture, amen, that really, really helped me. Okay, no, I'll come to that one. That one is in Ephesians. I'll come to that. But let's read Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 10. We've read that one. Oh, we've read that. Okay, the scripture that really, really helped me is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26. This scripture really helped me. And Amen. it has really helped me. It's one of the, in my case, the greatest of scripture for me. Amen. Amen. All the, scripture, the scriptures are great. But in your case, some scripture will mean much more, more to, you. to you than what? Yes. Others. Please read it for me. Amen. Ephesians mm -hmm. chapter 5, verse 26. Mm -hmm. In your anger, do not sin. Mm -hmm. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. A Amen. Amen. So everybody gets angry. Amen. But I say, if you should get angry because of your anger, do not sin, meaning do not end up doing wrong because you are what? Angry. And to make matters worse, when you are angry, deal with it. Whatever has made you angry, whoever you have made it, deal with it. Sun rest, don't allow 24 hours for the anger to take over you, to control you. Mm. you, you are, let's say from this scripture, you, say you are allowed maximum of 23 hours, 59 minutes. Because <laughs> I do not let sunset. Let's say it means the next day. Yeah. Or the lengthy one will be the next day. Yes. You understand? And maybe you understand why I said this scripture really helped me. I never knew that, but as I became a Christian, I realized I was quick-tempered by nature. I didn't know that. And I realized it came to me from my father. Amen. So this scripture is how I was able to remove that evil garment of quick tempered. Because yes. when you're quick tempered, it's not good. It's not good. It's very bad. <laughs> yeah. So I understood. As for the anger, I'll become angry because it's an emotional. It's natural. It's like we. Do you control that you should we or not? You feel we. Yes. So something will happen, right or wrong. That will trigger. And you will make you what? Angry. But then what? That one, I can't control it. But what I do with my anger is up to me. I can control it. And how I allow the anger to go on can control me. This scripture, I remember as I was working with this scripture, one time I heard my wife telling someone on the screen on the phone <laughs> is it, oh this man there these days there you cannot even fight with him as you are trying to fight he's not flowing yeah i will not let the anger go on that's when i realized ah the anger even makes me miss movement and things because not like that would be the end why should i drag it on whatever i will do with it now and move on yeah and it helps you low blood pressure you are able to smile. Not like you don't have problems, but you deal with it and you don't carry it on. Yeah. And many people, because they are angry, they lose out. Um, she's angry, so she won't eat the food. Who loses? Who loses? Who loses? Yeah. She's angry, so she won't go to the dinner. Who loses? You won't go to the holiday. Who loses? Yeah. So this scripture helped me greatly. So anger will come, 
But what you do with it is up to you. You don't need to do wrong because you are angry. Because no matter how right you are, if you do wrong, you are wrong. And you don't need to carry the anger and drag it on. For weeks, days. Hey, are you not tired? You're at work and you're thinking. Hey, no, 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 no. Remember, you have what? 23 hours, 59 minutes, and 59 seconds maximum. After that, you must be free. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Are you enjoying yourself? Amen. Amen. Romans chapter 12, verse 17 to 18. Chapter 12, verse 17 to 18. So these are things that I have been practicing for years, and I'm still living it. The only difference is when you do it for years, it becomes it become almost natural. Yes, second nature. Because and it, it affects you subconsciously. So without even knowing, it is affecting your decisions and everything you are what doing. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Romans 12, chapter 17 to 18. Mm-hmm. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Amen. Amen. The part of this scripture that I really held on to, yes. that as long as it's in my power, power. it's possible, Amen. I should live peace with Amen. everyone. So this scripture teaches us also, or made me know that there are people you can never make peace with because they don't want peace. Just leave them, avoid them. But if it's in my power, make peace with them. Just make peace. And see, like here, you listen to this and tell me, right? We told them on the first is Sunday. So we are using our on the first for 31st service. And he said, okay. And he said, but you have to pay a fee. And I say, how much? So don't worry, something small, I'll let you know. Okay, it cost us 150 a day to have a service. So like this morning service, it's costing us 150 to be here. Please, do we get it? Okay, so we are using it for 31st. And he says something small. How much would you think he would charge extra? 50 maximum, anybody think something? Okay, I, I also thought 50, and that was it. I also thought 50, okay, one week, two weeks, nothing, three weeks. After I told him that we are leaving, he sent me a test that I have to pay 150 extra. So I said, oh, we can't pay 150 extra. Okay, I will give 100. Even Auntie Denise suggested 75. I said, no, for peace sake, 100. He said, no, he won't receive the 100. The Friday, I came to see him. I think you were part of it. It's the Thursday, he said, no, 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 150, 150. That, something small. We paid 200 for the whole hours. And he told me that the something small is because someone has to come that time to open it. I said, no, 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 no. Then any step of faith will turn into confrontation. And we are living here. I don't want him to have any hold. Peace. Peace. He said, you can, I can spread it for you. I said, okay, we'll pay it in two installments. It depends on me. I can make peace. It doesn't mean he's a good person. You see? But it's in my power to give him the 150. It's helpful because believe me, we need every penny. Yeah. yeah we need every penny. But see, sometimes you win by not fighting. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes that's how you win. 
So as long as it's in your power, make peace with everybody. And then you go unnecessary enemies. You fight unnecessary battles. Take up your resources, your energy from the real battle that you have to fight. As long as it's in your power, just make peace with everybody. It, it, it's easy. It's easy. And I've heard on. You see, when I'm using this, it feels like you're a fool. Right? Not like you're a fool. You want peace. And you see, you will know by all the things you are fighting for, you think when you get them, you have peace. Uh-huh. So if you can just let peace prevail, you, you are better off. Yeah. So that one will make you even cool. When drama comes, you just hey. <laughs> the drama will just pass. You are not trying to prove a point. Yeah. You want your peace. Yeah. Praise the Lord Jesus. <laughs> Another scripture. Luke chapter 16, verse 15. And especially as a pastor, as a Christian, as a pastor, I've used this more. All this, not when I say I've used it, what I mean by I've used it, I've been using it. But remember, till I die, I'm still using it. Uh-huh. So this scripture says, make us understand, listen, what is popular with man is not necessary. I'm using different words. Necessary popular with God. So the fact that everybody is saying yes, yes, good, or everybody is doing it does not mean God like it. Because I say things that human beings like the most is an abomination to God. Yes. And in this generation, we need this scripture yeah. more than ever. Because now it looks like popularity is good. Once the thing is popular, now they use the word vera. Once the thing goes vera, it means it's a good thing. No, no. Not so with God. With God, it's not majority. It's not. Please read it for us. Mm -hmm. Luke chapter 16, verse 15. Mm -hmm. Amen. He said to them, You are the ones who justify yourselves in the eyes of others. But God knows your hearts. What people value highly is detestable in God's sight. Amen. He said, What people value highly is Mm. detestable in God's sight. So the fact that everybody's saying it's good does not mean God. Like, if anything, it is detestable. So it means that when it comes to God, popularity, what is popular, acceptable, value among men, by this scripture, we say it's even detestable. So as a pastor, I don't need to look for value from human beings. Uh, In fact, there's another scripture that says, Woe unto you when all men speak well of you. When everybody say you are good. And it's true, yeah. yeah. If everybody say you are good, you have a problem. It means you are pleasing and kissing everyone else. That's what it means. Because many people, the fact that I intentionally use that word. No, it's true. The fact that the fact that you are kissing their ass, you are good. Oh, yeah. Even a man would tell you that you have you are you are disrespectful, ugly, because you did not allow him to sleep with you. Does that mean you are disrespectful? No, it's because he didn't get his way. Yeah. Yeah. So woe unto you when all men speak well of you. Yeah. That too is a scripture that I use to guide myself. Yeah, but this one says anything 
that is acceptable highly among men. And this was said by Jesus. It's detestable. It's an abomination to God. So I cannot compare what society, internet, has considered as good to be what God has considered. I can't. I can't. You, you had a dream some time ago, is it you? That a lot of people in the church or a lot of online view and the voice said to you, this online view, few, is not something like that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So God is not Mr. Popular Man. Yeah. If anything, broad is the path. Yeah. Yeah. So if everybody is wearing this thing, doesn't mean it is right. It doesn't mean it's acceptable. Satan is <laughs> Satan makes him popular. Yeah. Yeah, to control human beings. Yeah, believe me. God doesn't make things popular. God likes varieties. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he made us that we come out with different varieties of human types. Yeah. A great forest has different trees, different plants, herbs. Yeah. Yeah. Have you not seen how ferocious our food is? It, potatoes alone. We have so many types. Isn't it? We have, even the one we use for fries, we have different types. We have sweet potatoes, isn't it? Yeah. Even yam, we have different types of yam. Rice, different types. That is God. That is God. Yeah. So, I beg you, the voice of the people is not the voice of God. Uh-huh. Because he said, what everybody says, who high esteem is good, is good, is an abomination to God. Praise the Lord Jesus. Should I continue? Yes. First, <laughs> First Timothy chapter 5, verse 8. This is another good scripture. There was a season I was quoting this to my friends. Amen. <laughs> there are seasons that the word of God become like, a particular word become more. Amen. I was quoting it to my friends and staff. So Amen. this scripture says that anyone who doesn't yes. take care of his household mm. first is worse than an unbeliever. Amen. Amen. Household first, Amen. immediate family first is worse than an unbeliever. Read yes. it first, please. Amen. First mm. Timothy chapter five verse eight. Mm -hmm. Anyone who does not provide for their relatives and especially for their own household has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Amen. Amen. I used to quote True. it to my friend called when True. I became born again, my friends was giving impressions. Listen, this born again things, this God thing will take you from your family. I say no. If anything is telling me to take off my family first. Because I say if I don't I am worse than a worldly person and I've also denied the Christianity, the faith that I say I am. That's why I say, if anybody truly follow God well, God turns him to humans, his family, friends, a better person first. Yeah. So he said, if any man does not take care of his household first, he's worse than an unbeliever. Yeah. So if I don't take care of my family first and I'm taking care of you, I have denied the faith. I am worse than unbeliever. Yeah. So what I will not do for my family, I will not do it for you. Yeah. If I don't take care of my church first 
and I'm taking care of other churches. I'm worse than unbeliever. Because in the spirit, the church is my household, the household of God. Anything I won't do for a church member of the church, I won't do it for anybody. You can ask them the rules in our house. Whatever you can't do for a member of this church or for this church, you can't do it for anyone. You can ask them. Yeah. You, you can ask them. First, household. So my household, first. The household of God, first. Other than that, I'm worse than unbeliever. I'm a hypocrite. And I've denied the faith. Because the faith makes it. Love another. Love thy neighbor. How much more your family? How much more your family? So when I see people in the church, and in the church they are, they are not doing anything, giving, tight, serving, and they are thinking of that church. My friend, you, you are lost. You are lost. You are lost. Whatever. Yeah. I say, no, I tell them, no. No, it's not true. This scripture, I tell them, I have my small book. I say, no, 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 no. It's not true. It's pointing you to your household. It's pointing you. Yeah. You've never, you've never bought wig. Human hair wig, 150, 300 for your wife. But you are buying it for a girlfriend, a small girl. You are worse than an unbeliever. The Bible says. You've never bought phone, bought phone 150 for your child. But you are buying it for a girl. 300, 500, new iPhone. You are worse than an unbeliever. Household first. Household first. Household first. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 3. And I believe these scriptures, as you write it down, you meditate on it, or as you hear it, and you meditate on it, or as you go back later to play it on YouTube or Facebook, you meditate on you, and you start walking in it. Your life will be transformed. Amen. Believe Amen. me, your life will be transformed. Amen. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. Mm -hmm. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Amen. This scripture is not for children. No. It's not for children. It's for adults. Yeah, because many a times when we hear it or we quote it, we think it's for children. It's for ad adults. Yeah. He said, do not be what? Hello, are we here? He said, do not be what? Deceive. Bad what? Company corrupt what? Good character. So no matter who you are, no matter how good you are, if you, your company, company means people you associate with, people you go out with, you come in with, you chat with, you live with, it has a negative effect on you. That's corrupt good character. Your standard will be going low. The good you have to do, you find it difficult because of that bad camp, because they are not doing any time. Listen, do not be deceived. Oh, yeah. And I didn't say it does. If a Christian walks with Christians, he continues to do the things. If he keeps camping with non-Christian, the things he's doing, he begins to water it down, stop small, small. He begins to undermine bad company, corrupt, good character. So it's not a matter of you are not like that. You are becoming worse by association. Yeah. So the people you keep company with matters. Believe me. It mattered. See, the kind of friends I grew with, I became a man, a lot of things I had was strange to me because it wasn't like that among us. Like you even hear people, as, let me give you a typical example. You hear people say that 
uh, this is, we are from the ghetto. Do we even have a ghetto here now? You say we don't have a ghetto here now. If if 30 years ago or 40 years ago we had a ghetto here, if I took it to Vauxhall or some part of Brixton, now we don't have ghetto. Listen, but you hear people say I'm from the all I know is this life. You know, if I don't kill, I have to kill, I have to survive on the street. British born, everything here saying that. Is that true? It is because of that 10 friends he has. He thinks the world is like that. But that is not true at all. That is not even typical of United Kingdom. Because the company is keeping. You hear women, girls, young girls. Young girls, I'm not talking young girls saying that South London boys, this is how they are. If we, if they, no one wants to marry. It's not true. It's the kind of company you are keeping, the kind of boys you are keeping. It's never true. There's a whole range of boys that when they date you, they marry. They, they date to marry. It's your company. See, all my, all the people, all my friends, the people they dated in their 20s, they ended up marrying all of them. All oh, they marry. So it's the company you keep. Believe me. There are people who still marry as virgins. They believe in, in this country. It's the company you keep. But the fact is, you think it's the same. It corrupts you. It, it has. A Christian and all your friends are gossip, unbelievers, people who talk about pastors, about Christians. And you think you are different. No, it has corrupted you. It has numbed you. Yeah. 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 So there's another scripture that says, iron sharpeneth iron. So it means that any, anything you want, anything you want, anything you want, you have to have such company. They quicken you, they increase you, they sharpen you in it. If iron sharpness iron, what will we do to iron? And so it means if you are iron and you stick with iron, it will sharpen you. If you stick with wood, it will blunt you. Let's read that scripture. Amen. Amen. Proverbs chapter 27, 17 to 18. Yeah, or just the 27. Or 18 to you, add the 18. But read the 17 first. Amen. Mm -hmm. Proverbs chapter 27. Proverbs 27, mm-hmm. 17 to 18. Mm-hmm. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. The one who guards a fig tree will eat its fruit. So and the first one. So, uh, sorry. so as iron sharpens iron, iron. iron so yes. that's one person what? Sharpens Sharpen the another. other. Amen. The company you keep matters. If you come to my house, all my life, I believe that we should have one TV one TV. And that one TV should be at the hall. Because I believe that it will force everybody to be at the hall. Which we've always done. So I changed the room. I said, now I need TV in my room. As well. I need TV in the prayer room. Mommy, take your time and listen to the reason. Don't go. Give me 15 seconds. The reason why I said that is I realized in United Kingdom to remain on fire is not small. And I didn't want to lose my fire. And the person I listen to that gives me fire is Bishop Dark and Benny He. So I said, I want TV in my room so that even after work, when I'm tired and I lie down, I will watch Benny He. I will listen to what? Bishop Dark. 
because I cannot come and put Bishop Dark on at the hall for you people. The next thing you people will say, uh -huh. so you see, because I want to be sharpened, so I have to be connected to iron. So I have to change the rule. You see why? Or you still don't agree? Now you agree. <laughs> Give the Lord a clap of it. Please, you can go. You understand? Because what you see, what you hear has a direct effect on you. It affects you. It affects you. I can listen to Benihia. Then I burst into prayer. I burst into tears. Because sometimes I see the glory, especially his crusade. I like his crusades. can listen to Bishop Dark, his camp meeting. I can listen. And, uh, believe me, I want to work for God. Then I asked myself, but you're already working for God. <laughs> what again do you want to do? Like, like do him more. Do him more. Do him more. Because iron sharpness. If you listen to people who are struggling marriage, your life, you struggle. Because it will be echoing. It will be echoing. Why, why not listen to successful people? When you associate with people that nothing is working for them, eventually things will not work on you think. Because, because when you associate with people that things are working for them, it will, it will energize you. It will, it will tell you that it's possible. Yeah. It will teach you, learn the way. Yeah. Oh, believe it. Yeah. Believe it. Yeah. Believe it. Yeah. Believe it. Yeah. So, iron sharpens iron. iron. It does. A sharpness iron. Amen. Because, you see, my story is different. And I don't know why God did it like that, but that's my... With me, he, he plugged plug me from a total different land to a totally different land. So I don't have my brethren in the Lord around me. You see? So now I need all this thing to be connected to. I still buy credit to make international call. Can you believe it? Yeah, today what's up? I still buy credit. And believe me, it's nice, it's expensive. When you buy five pounds, less than 30 minutes, it's gone. Because you see, like my pastor woman, my mother in the law like this, you hardly get her on WhatsApp, even though she has WhatsApp. And the day you get her, you'll be talking, you hello, 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 hello. <laughs> so I have to buy a card. I have to buy a card. And it's not, her words will quicken me. Her words will jam me up. Her words will bring me to my senses. Yes. It will remind me. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Iron sharp enough iron. Amen. Don't, see, if you work with intelligent people, yes. you will increase intelligence. Wow. If you are in school and the people you are with, yes. people who like learning, yes. passing, you will increase in it. Yes. It's, it's that simple. Amen. It's that simple. Iron sharpness, iron. Amen. 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 Should I continue? Amen. We have plenty. Oh. Mm. <laughs> God is good. All the time. Job 38 verse 33. This is a scripture too that I've used. Amen. 38 verse 33. And Mr. James, this scripture has delivered me from a lot of delusions. Amen. Yes, uh, because many Christians are delude, deluded. Yes. Amen. Amen. Many Christians think they are something. Oh, yes. 
they think they are important than others. But in a certain sense, it's not true. No. Yeah, because the Bible says God is not a respecter of person. But this scripture tells me, it said, do you know the laws that governs the heaven? God was asking them. Yes. So it means there are spiritual laws. No matter who you are, it's there operating. It governs. Heavens means spiritual realm. Yes. It doesn't matter who you are. See, it doesn't matter who you are. If you stand on a six-story building and you jump, you will die. It doesn't matter who you are. Because what is, they will tell you that there is a law called gravity. That anything that is up, it pulls it down. And the higher it is, the violently it pulls it down. Yes. So wisdom will teach you to operate by this law. Yes. So Job, read it for us Amen. first. Mm -hmm. Job 38 verse 33. Mm -hmm. Do you know the laws of the heavens? Can you set up God's dominion over the earth? So the Amen. question is, do you know the laws of the heavens? I mean, there are laws yes. of what? The heavens. Laws that govern them. And say, can you even set up God's dominion by one of his laws? No. So there are laws. So these laws, you have to find out these laws and work by these laws. And these laws are in the Bible. There are rules of engagement. There are a lot. See, like you hear people insulting Satan. You have offended. Oh, yes. Because the Bible says, even the archangel, Michael, dare not. He rather said, the Lord rebuke you. And he said, many are filthy dreamers. Because of this thing, they are being was poor. Because they speak about what? Uh, spirit beings. And he saw them. If I really want authority over Satan, I don't need to insult him. Because real authority recognizes real authority. Yeah. The world, NATO can go against Russia, but they recognize that Russia also has power. Uh -huh. So they will not just go against Russia it, because they can be surprised. So there are laws, spiritual laws. Like one of it, Jesus taught us. He said, when an evil spirit casts us and it's not filled, they go and come back and joke with it and see. A hand that does not work shall not eat. It's a law. Yeah, it's a law. Honor thy mother and thy father that he may go well with you. It's a law. He didn't say, Father, honor child. Do you know the laws that governs the heavens? So there's a law. Me, myself, I must operate under. I must operate under. I must operate under. I must operate under. And you see people, especially Christians, because the world, they, they are lost. They are called lost. We should know better. And they, they, it's like they cover up their own things. Like, as for me, I know how I can do it. As for me, hey, hey, hey. Can you walk on water? There is a law. There is a reason why you can't walk on water. It is that law they found out. That is why they are able to put a boat on water and doesn't go. And at the same time, they are supposed to, they are able to let the boat go deep into the water because submarine. It's because they found out the law by which man cannot walk on water. So they are able to correct for something. And 
These are the laws that governs. They are laws. So you, the only way is to know it and walk by it. You flow how the law is flowing. And easy. As simple as pray without season. Everything by prayer. How difficult it is. It, it, it's that simple. Psalm 119 verse 4. He said, you have laid down precepts that are to be fully obeyed. Fully obeyed. So this precept means uh, principles, guidelines. Amen. So it, it's showing that even on this earth, it tells me that God has laid down principles that are to be obeyed. So Amen. if I don't obey it, I will be in trouble. It's not like God will do anything or do nothing. No, no, no. It is there, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So a lot of things we say God is not God. 100%. He has no time for that. Yeah. It's we fighting the principles, the laws of nature, of the world, of humanity, of the spirit. And it's just, yeah. They've calculated. They know that car, if it's 20 degrees, uh, 20 uh, what's it called? Mouse and hit you. The impact is low. 30 is. But the 20 is not easy to drive 20. Uh, <laughs> Especially when there's no road before you. you. You understand? Yeah. How do you think the speed camera work? How do you. As, as you are coming, based on the speed you are going, ahead of you releases certain amount of wind, air, force. That is what they use. How did they know that? They studied the laws, the rules, the precepts. Many people eh, are not Christians, but they obey these natural principles and laws that God has given to mankind, for mankind, for the earth. So that one will be in your favor. They are not saved. We are not talking about salvation here. We are talking about the rules that governs heaven and the precepts that he has laid down for men to believe and uh, to be fully obey. So that one is there. He doesn't do anything. It's like internet, Wi-Fi is there. You want internet? You don't need to come and ask me. You don't need to come and ask me. It's got nothing to do with me. I've connected it. Just go, just your phone, connect it, type in the password. Finito. I, won't, I don't even need to be here. For you to get internet. Or you can come to my house and be begging for the internet that is here. You won't get, because I don't have the password. You cannot connect there. This is how many Christians are operating with God now. Yeah. They are operating with God now. Please read it for us. Psalm 119 verse 4. Mm -hmm. You have laid down precepts that are to be fully obeyed. Amen. Amen. To be what? Fully, fully obeyed. obeyed. Fully obeyed. And most of the Bible teaches the laws, the principles, the precepts, and those things. And those things, normal, you don't even need, as I always say, to even be a Christian to know that these things are what? Good things that you need to do. That you need to do. Our time is going. I will try and choose three more scriptures. Three more, isn't it? I have a lot here. Four. Okay, we'll make it four then. <laughs> Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 12. 
No, Second Corinthians chapter ten, verse twelve, please. Yeah, Amen. So four, four it is. Amen. Amen. Second Corinthians. I hope you are enjoying. All I'm saying today is, listen, these are the scriptures that transform one, that make one and life a better thing. And this is just a few. Amen. It's just a few. It's throughout the Bible. Amen. Amen. And these are things, if you want to, you can do it. These are things, yes. you, you, it's not like you have it or you don't have it. It's a change of mindset. Exactly. And believing and practicing it. Yeah, you miss it, but the more you practice, it becomes natural. Amen. And your life will be transformed. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. First Corinthians chapter um, ten, verse twelve. Mm -hmm. So if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. Amen. No, that's not it, isn't it? Second Corinthians chapter ten, verse twelve. Oh, sorry. But that's uh, another one I use. Amen. It's a good one. Yeah. Especially he who thinks he stands should be careful lest he falls. Yeah. Amen. So if you think truly you are standing, you be careful. Yeah, because listen, the one who has fought cannot fall again. It is those who stand that fall. Uh -huh. So it's good you are standing, but don't think that means you can't fall. Uh -huh. A lot, yeah. Mm -hmm. Please read it for Amen. us. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. Mm -hmm. We do not dare to classify or compare ourselves with some who commend themselves. When they measure themselves by themselves, and compare themselves with themselves, they are not wise. Amen. I've used this. And now as a pastor, especially in this age of more confusion, social media, a lot of things, I use this more. <coughs> See, I'll put it bluntly. He said, it is foolishness to compare yourself with one another. He said, the one, those who compare themselves are not what? wise. If you are not wise, what does it mean? Foolish. And I'm, of course, you know I'm for the Bible. It's the highest fully to compare yourself with people. It's the highest. Listen. You see, the person you are comparing yourself to, first of all, you don't know the entire story. Second, different background, different training, different strength, different weaknesses, different even opportunities. How are you comparing yourself? It doesn't make sense. Yes. When you compare yourself to people, you either feel inferior or you'll be envious or jealousy or you leave what is good and go for what yeah. is bad and you never have it anyway. Yes. You see, he did not say we shouldn't learn. You can learn from someone. Yes. You yes. can learn from one another. But don't compare yourself. He said, it is not wise. It is not wise. You can't. You can't. You see, your own is to compare yourself to your own self. Because, yes, for example, note, for example, okay, they are all wearing Nike's trainer. I'm still wearing, I don't want to mention any shop. <laughs> I didn't say that to it. I like that clothes, so it's nice. Yeah. But we are talking in terms of price-wise, 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 price-wise. Because Nike is expensive than Primark, isn't it? 
Yeah, or Matterland. Yeah, Matterland. So they are all working Nike trainer. I'm a young boy. And listen, the fact that Nike is expensive, everybody will want Nikes, which is true. That's why they stopped them from wearing shoes with labels to school. Yeah. And I have Matalan. But I'm still, <laughs> I'm still happy with the Matalan because, because last month, the same primsos that I was using for PE, that was all I had also for shoe. But today, at least, I have another trainer for shoes plus my what? Prince. So even though I don't have Nike, I'm still better off. See, when I think and compare like that, I see how far I have come. Yeah. I become grateful. Then I see that by that same way, I can move from what? This Matalan trainer to the Nikes. Yeah. But when I compare... Why is it that I am wearing, I don't have this, and they have Nikes? Who will become sad? Who will become furious? Who will become unappreciative? Who could not see how far he's come? If you compare yourself to another, it's not wise. It's not wise at all. It's not wise. Don't do that. Never compare. Even different people from the same mother, different attitude. Different temperament, different character, different style, different way. And believe me, each one, eh, if you be yourself, if you be yourself, eh, you are better. You are unique. The problem now is people want to be people, so people do not believe me. If you take, if you take six girls and you take six boys to a place, and say everybody will choose. You'll be surprised they all choose different. Now it will be difficult because they've mixed up. Everybody's trying to be someone. But if they've been themselves, everybody will choose different. Like women, you can go to shops, isn't it? You are going to get clothes for dinner. You all take different things. You all take different things. So why compare? The Bible says it's not wise. Don't compare your gift your home, nothing. Don't compare with one another. Yes, you can learn from it. You can take inspiration from it. But don't compare. Don't. It won't do you good. It will only harm you. It will only harm you. It will make you not even be grateful. You don't even know what you have. Don't compare. So, I left with three, isn't it? Okay, James chapter 4, verse 17. Chapter 4, verse 17. So this one, I'm just reading the last, last uh, four. So, so the, <laughs> yeah, amen. amen. So after this, left with two, amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. James chapter four, verse 17. Mm-hmm. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. Amen. So he said, if anyone knows the good they have to do and they do not what? Do it. It is sin for no to, for them, for them. against them. Yes. yes. So when you know the good that you have to do and you are not doing it, <coughs> you are sinning against your own self. And uh, you see, I use this because he used the word good. If you know that it is good that you study for your exams and you are not studying for your exams, it is sin what? Against you. Sin means corruption, evil. It will come against you. Anyone who knows the good that he has to do 
and does not do it. So the good that you know you should do it. Is it good to be in a house and not contribute towards the house? Is it good to be in a church and not contribute towards? Is it good? Is it good to be disrespectful? Is it good to see a man who is 68 years old, old, standing in the bus, and you, you, you are 34, 18, you are sitting down. Is it good? Anyone who knows the good he ought to do and does not do sin against himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it good for me to come and say, give us money, I want money to buy TV, and I use the money to buy Dona kebab. Is it good? Yeah. Is it good? It's not good. It's not good. It's not good. Is it good to have two wives? No. It's not good at all. Okay. <laughs> Is it good to say you come and you don't come? As you are saying, I'll come, you know you will not come. Is it good? Is it good? Okay. So, and good means good. We have only two, good or bad. Yeah. Is it good? Is it good? Is it good? Many people, they don't agree with their siblings. They are like enemies. Their best people are outsiders. Is it good? Is it good? Is it good? Is it good to be in the choir and not rehearse? Is it good? Can choirs do without rehearsal? Is it good? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Last but one scripture. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. So today, see, today is what plenty scriptures. Because we are just introducing, as I said, scriptures that transform some of it. Amen. 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 Mm. Amen. Mm. Second uh, Timothy chapter three verse sixteen. Amen. amen. Second Timothy chapter three verse sixteen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. All Scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Amen. Amen. So note, it says all Scripture, scripture. all Hallelujah. Scripture is God breathed, meaning all Scripture is by the Holy Spirit. Remember the breath of life, the breath of God. All scripture is by the Holy Spirit. And it is useful for what? Rebooking, correction, and what? And what? Correcting and training. Amen. So, righteousness. So the word of God, whenever you read or you hear the word of God, sometimes it instructs you. Many people don't like when the word of God is instructing them. Instruction is telling you what you should do, how you should do it. And many Christians reject it if it's not in line with their own and it will be for your downfall. The word of God does not only bless or prophesy. It also corrects you. And many people don't like correction. You must really be grateful if the word of God is correcting you. Many people, you could see when you correct them by the word my friend, the scripture is for correcting. The one who is spiritual wouldn't know. 
by you see that it is correcting you. If you adhere to the correction, you will be better off. Because what you don't know, you don't know. And if you don't know, no matter where you go, when you go, they will know that you don't know. Because you don't know. And it's for rebooking too. The scripture will rebook you. You see, the man of God will not rebook you, but the scripture that will be preaching will rebook you and sometimes you think it, it will, okay, it will rebook you. But if it's rebooking you, it's also a good thing. Don't be offensive and don't say they are talking about me. No, 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 no. It rebooks as well. It corrects as well. It instructs as well. It teaches as well. So it is okay when you come and by the scriptures, you are not able to smile. It's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. The main, you, you must even thank God. See, because many of us, eh, truth be told, no one can come and rebook us for what we need rebooking. Yeah. Even if our partners, they trouble. So thank God for the scriptures that will do that job for our own sake. Amen. So, so when I hear the word or when I'm I am I, 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 the word is presented to me in any way or form of and it comes across or no, it's rebooking me. It never hurts me because that's what the word is there for as well. When it's correcting me, no. When it's instructing me, no. I don't have a problem. Many have problems. Many have problems. And the more you accept this part of the word, the more there won't be need for it. The child that gets rebooked all the time, the child who doesn't hear, who is repeating the same thing they've told him or her not to, if he has done it, they won't be rebooking anymore. Last scripture, Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 16. Amen. Amen. So, mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 16. Amen. Mm -hmm. Deuteronomy chapter 16. Verse 16. Mm -hmm. Amen. Three times a year, all your men must appear before the Lord your God at the place he will choose, at the festival of unleavened bread, the festival of weeks, and the festival of tabernacles. No one should appear before the Lord empty-handed. Amen. So this is a scripture that I believe has helped me move from lack Amen. into abundance. Amen. Because there was a season in my life, things were difficult, and I was reading the Bible, and I read the scripture, and that last bit, no one should come I'm before, before me empty-handed. Empty I felt like, I don't know, it's like it's for, it, it jumps out mm. to me. And I'm like, I said, well, no matter what, I will not go before God in any service empty-handed. Amen. Yes. Empty-handed. And as I was determined to obey the scripture, there was a point in my life that I had to relocate. So I was selling items, closed businesses, selling items in order. And there are times I don't even have money for fuel. So I would drive to church. And after church service, I would borrow money. So let's say if it's here, I'll borrow 20 pounds. And when I borrow 20 pounds, I'll take 5 pounds as my offering. And I will use 10 pounds for, uh, for fuel and 5 pounds for food. 
I was determined not to go to God empty-handed. I said to myself, no, no, if I say I don't have to give God, I'm saying I'm poor. There's no way I will not have that. I cannot give God an offering. Yeah. He said, no one should come before me, what? Empty-handed. And it changed my time. It changed my life. Even when I relocated, when I came back, I remember uh, we were looking for, I was now looking for a job. I didn't struggle to get a job. But maybe my first two or three weeks, um, we go to church. Pastor Jess will put some coins and give me coins. You can ask her. After seven, I told her, no. I said, the minimum of must be five pounds. You can ask her. I wasn't a pastor. I told her, minimum, five pounds each. Why coins? Why coins? <laughs> Me, I won't do that. Because how much is McDonald's? Those days it was four pounds. KFC was five pounds. KFC was four, four pounds. Amen. So this is a scripture that I've used. I, why will I come empty-handed? Why? I will never, because I will always have. Uh-huh. So I won't come. And that was the mindset. Amen. And I believe it transformed me. Chair, this morning, what am I saying or what have I said? Oh, I'm saying that it is the word of God that changes us. As we obey the word of God. And the word of God is littered with many things like I've shown you. Not only that shall not end, that should. But these things, as you obey it, your life changes. It changes, believe me. You become far a better person and a superior person for yourself than yourself. And this is where the real change would come from. Many a time, if we are not doing the five things, we lay astray or push all the 90 things aside. And that is our weakness. But yes, it's good you are not doing the five things. But there are under 90 things. That's step by step. See, it's possible, believe me. As you, because as you do it, as you obey it, it becomes part of you. As you do, two years, five years will come. It becomes part of you. You begin to use it without knowing. And when the, the beauties, when the need arise, you see, the scripture will just prompt you, just come into mind. And most of these things, all these things, I never had anyone preaching it to. It's my daily studying of the word. The word speaks to me. So there's a place with God you will never get to you yourself begin to read the word every day. Don't tell me it's not possible. Don't, don't start. Because you go on your phone more than twice. Social media more than twice. Some of you even three times within an hour. You go 30 minutes, you go the same thing again. It, it, please, do we understand? And the word has a way, God has a way he will speak to you by the word, things that really matter. You don't necessarily need to be in a rush to read all the Bible. No. But you must just read the Bible every day, at least five days a week. As long as you do it, God knows how he will prompt you and lead you to the right scripture at the season. And if you should continue, you end up reading the Bible anyway. I know pastors who will say they've read the Bible, they go through the whole Bible twice a year 
or maybe everyone say, yeah, it's not a problem. There's nothing wrong, but not me. Sometimes it takes me two years to finish the Bible. This time I've even noticed it's taking me longer, almost three years, because I studied the Bible. I'm reading for myself. I'm not in a rush. The most important thing is I'm always studying it. So you begin to read the Bible. There are things like this God cannot give you for your transformation. I beg you people. God is real. And anyone who comes to God must be transformed. But it comes by obeying. Not only those five things. The 90 as well. May God bless you. May you be a better person. May you be obedient to the word. From now, Father, I ask that give them their own golden nugget. Speak to them. Show them the right principle from your word that they need to obey. Uh. Let them be doers of your word uh, in the name of Jesus. Just stand up and just begin to pray in connection to today's word. And just tell God what he should do for you. He should do for you in connection to today's word. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's Word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.